0: What is going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of the fit, healthy and most of all happy podcast. I'm your coach and host Josh here with
1: his co host and co coach KG and I'm in the house with an amazing guest. His name is Mike Rosa from anabolic aliens. We go so far back. He's almost at a million subscribers and overall above all, he's just a great gentleman who's going to give you amazing content and value here. Welcome to the fit, healthy and happy podcast brother. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. I'm pumped to reconnect with you. It's been so long.
0: Yeah, we we filmed one episode with Mike earlier, you know, if anyone had a chance to listen to it, it was such a great episode, the best, um, like quality, but it was early on in our podcast and career, didn't really know what we were doing. So the audio quality wasn't the best, but we're so pumped to have Mike here, you know, there's gonna be so many amazing things to cover. Mike is a true homie, you know, we're, we're just saying, you know, we missed we did a trip, you know, he actually let us stay at his house in Boston. You know, we filmed <laughs> tons of content got all pumped up, to, uh, you know, just got things going, which was really cool. So yeah, man, we're just super pumped to have you on. How have you been?
2: Everything has been awesome, man. I mean, obviously the world's been pretty crazy with COVID, of course, but realistically, business-wise for me, it's been a huge blessing in disguise. Everything has really gone to take off because everyone's been coming online looking for the fitness advice that we've been putting out for years before people really needed it. So it's like we had the solution before people even knew we needed it. And there we were, so.
0: Yeah, you nailed it, man. So many people are like, oh, online coaching, you started doing that because of COVID? And I'm like, no, like I've literally been doing this forever. Like it kind of worked, right? Because it's funny because before, you know, people weren't as open to like, The idea of doing stuff online like everyone wanted pts all that stuff right and Mm -hmm. you know even for you it was great like you know even if you want to talk about i know you created your app which is fantastic like that is literally probably the perfect time that you built that infrastructure and then with everything that happened like to have that source and especially too you really covered a lot of home workouts so Mm -hmm. it really was kind of like a blessing disguise for you because you've crushed that market you've definitely cornered it
2: yeah thank you it's really been crazy the growth with especially exercise the app in the last couple of years actually, because we really developed it from just the workout generator, which you guys probably remember it as. It was just a randomized workout generator tailored to all workouts you can do at home. And then we really just took it to the next level. It's a whole meal prep generator now with custom recipes, a calorie counter, a workout timer. Then we're about to drop a whole new programs feature. We're actually going to be getting trainer and user profiles in there. So trainers are going to be able to train directly out of the app and take away all that hassle of having a program, have it done all algorithmically. So it's done just so much quicker and more efficiently.
1: Dude, that's, that's absolutely awesome. You know, it's funny because like before any of this, you were the first dude is just, I remember like you just, you were doing home stuff, home stuff, home stuff. So I've got a question for you because a lot of people still aren't comfortable with going to the gyms. They can't go to the gyms. Like if there's a couple of things you'd recommend to the average person, like tips for home workouts, um, in general, like, you know, just lay your clothes out, like whatever it is that you'd recommend to someone who's like really struggling to do them. You know, I'd say you probably would say, keep it simple, keep it quick. Like just talk about home workouts and what you'd advise for a lot of people. Yeah.
2: So realistically, I think there is no excuse why people can't get results. I make so many bodyweight workouts. And I think a huge misconception is people think I'm saying it's the best way to get results. That's never what I'm saying. I'm saying it's a way you can get results with what you have. You have nothing. So how are you going to get the best results possible when you don't have any external equipment, you don't really know how to create resistance? And that's why me, a lot of my intense home workouts that kind of really took off my YouTube channel, I was laying on a floor for hours just moving, feeling like different ways my muscles were activating and then applied different ways I could kind of add tension to them, and that's kind of how my whole series of home workouts form, just being creative with the types of ways you can make your body feel your muscles being worked because if you can enhance your mind-muscle connection, then you're going to be able to spark sudden type of muscle activity and hopefully lead toward growth over time if you can establish progression. So I, I really just preach to anyone, whatever you have at home, stop thinking you can't get results, stop thinking you can't do it, and get creative and break it down by muscle group. How am I going to hit this muscle group with what I have? And then figure out a way that you can actually feel that muscle group working no matter what angle you have to do, no matter what weird motion. It doesn't matter what you look like. It matters how you feel. And then you just have fun with it. Whether you do 10 minutes, that's better than nothing. Whether you are able to do 30 minutes, better than just 15, you know what? You just keep getting to that next level. So get have fun, yeah, get creative.
0: <laughs> you you crush that one, man. Even even today, you know, like obviously we just said we while well, we were talking before this that we're in lockdown. So me and Kyle met up went to a park filmed a bunch of stuff and like even it's funny you mentioned it because there was this random little ladder it was like four feet tall just like this random thing and we're like what the (laughs) heck do you do with this you know I was kind of climbing up and down and Kyle's like yeah I don't know if you get a crazy workout from that and then he's like yeah but you actually probably would like if you did it for a while right and like it's that thing too I've come to realize more and more on this journey like yes there's the most efficient way to get results but there's also just like you can really work like you got two soup cans you got like some random band like you can make exactly. it work and like you said you find that tension you create you know some resistance and you can still see results from that like even i remember your forearm you had a forearm video where you were not using weight i think mm-hmm. and it was really cool it's the different ways you were contracting it and like i think kyle tried it he's like man that's actually brutal like my forearms are freaking pumped right so yeah it's just really cool and it, it's such a great approach to take it at because No matter where you are, no matter what happens, COVID, you're on a vacation, like you can still get it in. I love how you uh, said that there.
2: Yeah, I just think people get depressed, honestly. If you're used to going to the gym and then you get stuck having to train at home, especially if you don't have equipment options, it's like, what the hell am I going to do? So you kind of have to just get into the mindset. And this is exactly, I think, a huge misconception with my entire channel is. You got to do what works best for you with what you have available to you. Doesn't mean it's you're going to be able to get the best results. Like if you don't have the weights to progress at that rate, you can't expect that. But you can still get there. It'll just take a little longer. So have fun with the process, figure it out, and don't make excuses.
0: Yeah, that's so like so applicable because. Even me, like we just finished that park workout. We were in the sun. Like I felt so good after, right? Like working out, you know, you get endorphins, you just feel freaking amazing, right? Like, and so many people, one thing we're constantly saying is like, don't be so all or nothing, right? Oh, I can't Mm. go to the gym. I'm not going to work out. I'm going to eat like crap. It's like, what can you do? And even as you mentioned, if you got three minutes, crush it for three minutes, right? You got 30, all the better. Like, obviously more is better to an extent, you know, doing what you can, but as long as you're getting out there, getting at it and getting it done, you're going to see some progress because of that.
2: Hell yeah! Like I give a really cool example. I get a really common request for a video that I haven't done yet is a workout with a backpack. Like if I release a, an intense five-minute backpack workout to the common fitness enthusiasts, that looks absolutely stupid. Like the, just thinking about that. But like if that's all you have, you can get you can put weight in that backpack. You can do all different types of motions with that. Like I just think people gotta stop being so stubborn with how they're looking at things and just get the work in.
1: Yeah. And I think like one issue is like, even today, Josh and myself, were like, this isn't going to help us hit PRs. We're not going to be hitting max squats or deadlifts. And like he was getting us to like, you know, do some like unilateral type things and just stuff that you usually wouldn't do. And I think one thing people have a hard time with is like, oh, if I can't do my max bench press or I can't like, you know, do what I usually do. But i like, honestly, being out in the sun, what which is what we did and just like, just feeling good and even getting some sort of movement in is like that's what it's all about is just like overall health versus just like I mean you you myself and Josh are powerlifters and stuff and it it sucks not being able to do some of that stuff here and there and you know but it's still like it's just it goes, goes back to like what are we doing this for is it to be healthy or is it to be the world's strongest man you know
2: absolutely and it's funny you say that because over the last two years I haven't competed in powerlifting I've actually completely switched my training to more high intensity, like lower weight, but like higher volume and getting all different types of pumps and kind of made me realize I've really missed just training how I like to be happy. I feel like I kind of got a little stuck in the competitive environment of powerlifting, always pushing those PRs. And now I'm focusing kind of on my aesthetic and just how I feel when I lift. It's not only helping me personally, but my business is improving. Like I'm not dead all day from my CNS being cried. Like I'm pumped to work and pumped to go work out. And then I'm pumped to go take my picks because I got ads now. <laughs> there you go. Yeah,
0: you're freaking beach ready, right? Especially with COVID and everything. Like, even Kyle's like, that's it. I'm getting shredded. Now that I'm going to be out in the sun, like, I'm going to just get pumped up. But yeah, like, that's exactly it. And even me, more and more, I try to remind people, like, you know, you're in this. Well, you should be in it for health. Like, obviously, aesthetics are great. You know, looking great, feeling good. Those are all big things. But like being healthy is should be something that's kind of at the forefront of your goals, right? Like staying active, you know, doing these things. And, you know, if you're constantly only doing things from the approach of I want to look good and you don't care about your health, you know, and same with people that are like, Oh, I want to take a bunch of juice or something. I'm like, well, you wanted to be healthy. Like, is that going to be what's best for you? You know, or, Oh, if I just eat 6,000 calories of like random stuff and get as huge as I can, like, it's like, but will you feel your best? And I mean, Hey, everyone has different goals. We've all had different stages of our journeys. Like I've done those big dirty bulks and stuff, but (laughs) definitely more as I progress on my journey, I've kind of leaned into like more, how can I be healthy? How can I do it in a sustainable way? How can I still get it? And how can I really enjoy it as you mentioned? So even for you, I know you were getting ready there for a little bit for a physique competition i was curious did that go through or did covid kind of inhibit that
2: so i was actually getting coached by dylan mckenna for that and then we're going to do a really cool collab and i was set up for three different shows and they all got canceled so after that point i kind of was just like maybe this is just a sign to put it off and since i haven't really been focused on any competition we've been making some crazy business developments so everything really just worked out and i think it was for a reason
0: yeah, even me, you know, I had a pile meet meat lined up, got canceled. But, you know, the way I was even talking on a podcast yesterday about how, like, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade, right? So, even for you, you're like, if I'm not going to dial everything in this physique show. How can I make my app better? How can I make my business better, right? So, I love that you're able to see, like, those challenges as opportunities. And, like, I guess it's a good theme even through your whole Business journey here, right? Like you've had different twists and turns. You've taken different angles. Even one thing that I thought was pretty cool is you were documenting your hair experience, right? Like I know <laughs> if you want to talk a little bit about that, but I think it's yeah. cool that you're like, look at that flow. I it's mean, coming I don't know in. if the video will be out, but his <laughs> hair right there. So what's the what's the background there?
2: Kind of just an opportunity that came, and I wanted to pursue it. I mean, it was something that was really a sore subject. You know, losing your hair sucks. And I think one of the biggest things about my channel is being open and honest and just giving people options and talking about all things that kind of improve, not just your physical nature, but your mentality. So this was something that bothered me. And then I originally said no to the opportunity. It came to me a whole year before and it kind of just progressed. And then I just, they hit me up a year later to fly me out to Istanbul. I was like, yo, that's lit. And then I took the opportunity and it it's honestly been a really crazy process. It was the most painful surgery ever, but the the experience was incredible. The The hospital was so hospitable and awesome. And then I'm finally starting to see results come back. And this is literally only 25%. I have like 75% more to go and I'm already so much happier. So I kind of really just been putting it all online. One, obviously, because it is kind of a brand deal. So I am like contracted, but beyond that, I really have a lot of passion behind it because I think people look at it negatively. And I think realistically, people start, need to stop thinking about how it's looked at and do it for their own happiness. If it will make you happier, why wouldn't you if you can afford it or take the opportunity to change your life to actually make you a happier person? If you're doing it for someone else, that's the wrong reason. It's like do it for you or don't do it.
0: Yeah, I love that concept of taking action on the things like those pain points, right? Like, we've even talked before, like, you know, if you're if you're overweight, like, it's not wrong to look in the mirror and say, I'm overweight, I want to fix this, right? Like, I want to get this going, I want to improve, right? And even for you, like on a side note here, like, I think it's so cool, once again, that you seize these opportunities as they've come. And like, even I'd argue, you know, it's probably a big component of your su- success up to this point, right? Like you've seized opportunities that are available. Like YouTube, You we were just talking a little bit beforehand about TikTok. Like, would you say like, well, even past that, like, what would you say having some things you've learned along your journey of being an athlete, a business owner, and a creator that has really led to your success? You know, that looking back on you, are like, these are things that really helped get me there.
2: Consistency is by far number one. Social media content has always been my foundation. It's what started as just a passion that I've been able to continue as a passion and has really been a whole marketing funnel to fuel my actual entire business. A lot of people kind of find block aliens to think just YouTube and realistically YouTube is only looked at to me as a passion and as a passion project and a marketing funnel and like a community engagement source. Then I want people to come to AnnabelleKeylands.com. I got my membership there. I sell my like, actual business on there. And then Xerprise have my business there. So I think realistically, it's been a lot of mistakes that have helped me figure out how to learn to be better. And realistically, the business side of things, I didn't go to school for business. I went to school for nutrition. Everything has been just the grind and nonstop failing, figuring it out, doing better the next time. So it's literally the same type, same thing for working out. It's those small steps of progression and just the passion behind the whole drive of me getting to where I want to go and all my goals that keeps me on the road to keep getting to that next level. And that's happened in every way, regard with Anabolic aliens, and myself.
1: Now I've got a question and that, that was an amazing uh, response because we talk a lot about adapting and figuring things out. Like you were going to have a booth at the um, Arnold last before COVID hit, right? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, can you tell us a little bit about that experience? How you dealt with it? Like you lost a lot of money, if I do remember talking to you about that.
2: Yeah, I lost a lot of money, like over over like fifteen grand. I forget exact number, but it was a lot of money, and that's definitely a lot of money, especially for a company trying to grow. So that was realistically me investing. A, and I'm not just talking about losing the money on the booth. Like I invested thousands of dollars into apparel for it, and all different types of things. I had athletes flying out that was not able to get flights back and things like that. So. Realistically, that was an an opportunity, I thought, to take my company to the next level with the physical aspect of things. Meaning we're always online. It's time to start going to these events and making the physical connection, the more personal connection, actually meeting more of like the aliens. (laughs) And then that kind of COVID hit, that completely got cut. And it was realistically a time to figure out what's the next move. And we were like, it's time to just go full speed on app development, full speed on re- revisioning my entire website membership, making it actually dope, not just something, hopefully someone signs up for support. It actually helps people out, make every system functioning correctly. And that's really what we did. And luckily, the, it was, again, like blessing in disguise when COVID hit because the Arnold canceled. Yeah, I lost a lot of money, but then everyone is now forced to transition to online. And that's where I thrive. So everyone kind of came in that regard and then the money kind of bounced itself out which helped us push even faster forward
0: yeah that was awesome we had uh someone on recently too abby she had a similar situation where they um she owns coffee over cardio i don't know if you know the brand but yeah she she set up like a bunch of stuff there you was flying it all out she lost a ton of money and like the whole situation was unfortunate but i think you know COVID has produced a lot of lessons Mm -hmm. in the sense of you know just like Sometimes letting things go, like even I made a post recently, like, you know, I had a motorcycle, like I kept in my parking garage by my car. Like I went down one day and it was just like gone, you know, I'm like, it's like 10 grand gone. Damn. Yeah. And I took off insurance like two days before. Right. But even in that moment, I'm like, I can get so caught up and like cry and be upset and, you know, just like constantly like just put myself, immerse myself in like that sadness or the struggle of it. Or I'd be like, okay, let's move on. You know, how can I readjust? How can I earn that money back? How can I seize a different opportunity? And, you know, even how you mentioned like having that ability to be consistent and to really kind of get at it, get it done, you know, like, that's what it's all about and that's what the journey is all about you know even we like to always compare business and health and I thought it was particularly interesting because you're in such a similar situation in the sense of we started at the same time we're similar age groups and you even like you started this business that was about getting massive being an anabolic alien right like, <laughs> we started Colossus Fitness and it's so funny too because like in retrospect now we're like oh like if we could have done it different like now we've kind of pivoted this fit healthy happy right so like people think colossus like huge all the time you know but it's interesting to see too how things you know pivot and adapt and like you said mistakes are so okay there's nothing wrong with like making mistakes or um you know adjusting or doing a 180 like that's just really how you stay in the game like people that are so fixated on one avenue you know sometimes that one won't work out and that's where you can really kind of get stuck up right
2: Absolutely. Yeah. There's so many different ways to do things. And you realistically just, just got to find the right path that not necessarily works forever, but works at that point in time to get you to that next level to get to that next point.
1: Absolutely. So well said, dude. And you know, speaking of mistakes, because here's the thing, most people, especially on Instagram, all we, all we see is like the personal record, like the max squat, the biggest deadlift, like, um, you're part of our video, which is like, you'll always fail. You know, that one where like we're, we all pull the weight in the gym. I love you that work. video, dude. Hell yeah. And so like, I, I made, we made that because we're like, let's like, be honest. Like there will always be setbacks. There will always be failures. Like let's hear a little bit of like, you know, things that you wish you did differently. Like I want the average listener right now to be like to save time, right? Someone who's just starting out. We've all made like 10 different mistakes um, in the very beginning of our journey. Is there anything that sticks out to you that you wish you would have changed in the very beginning, the first couple of years, potentially?
2: Absolutely. I feel like the beginning part of the process is an incredibly essential point where you need to be around positive reinforcement and positive energy and if you're putting yourself out there and trying to really establish something you can't be afraid to be yourself you can't be worrying about what everyone else is doing and you can't just let all these different excuses hinder you from what your potential really is and i think realistically that when you are starting out you have to just realize that what you're doing is not going to be perfect perfectionists will completely hold you back you got to do your best and then keep working and get better at it and if you have people around you who are not supporting you every bit of energy that's not being supported to you in your first initial building stages is holding you back because it's not actually pushing you forward so i think your energy being surrounded by you the ability to block out the negativity that you need to expect to get from people in the beginning and the drive to keep doing what you actually believe in is like something that you need to hold in from the hardest part which is the beginning stages of starting up
0: yeah like it's such a And you know, it's always been a blessing and a curse for me. Like, I think you're probably similar in the sense, when I want to get something done, I just see like the start and the finish, I don't really think about the in between. So in my head, I'm like, Oh, for sure, we can do this, you know, and like, sometimes I'll jump in and be like, Oh, here we go. But I'll have that opinion of like, I can still get this done. I'm going to find a way, right. But there's some people, like you said, that need that perfection that want to move very slowly. And like, it can be tough too with negative people that want to hold you back. And like, I think a good, you know, parallel here is like starting your fitness journey. Like a lot of times people say, Hey, I'm starting my journey, but my wife or husband doesn't think I should do it. They think I'm overly fixated on the gym. Yep. I'm too focused on nutrition. Like it's kind of weird. Cause like when you want to pull away and do something great, people want to kind of bring you down. Some people, right? Like you get great people that will encourage you as well, but it is true. You don't want to block that out and have that stop you because early on, even for us, like, I remember we made the YouTube channel and Kyle's like, I don't want to get made fun of like, people from my school are going to be like, Oh, Colossus fitness, you know, like people used to tease him about it. And he's just like, Oh, you know, it bugged him a bit and it's absolutely understandable. Right. Cause it's weird to do something different to like kind of dare to do something big. But mm-hmm. because we took that jump and we like, we just kept going, you know, we didn't like allow that. Cause we could have just been like, Oh, too bad. You know, he would have been doing HVAC. I would have been doing who knows what, right? Like we would have missed such a great opportunity. So like to have that perseverance of, Finding those, you know, positive support mechanisms and powering through is just such a invaluable advice for sure.
2: Yeah, I will never forget my first year doing Anabolic Aliens. I went back home to my hometown for like a party and t- some kids were there. Just remember from high school, I haven't seen it in a while, and they were just completely making fun of everything I was doing. And I remember it so vividly. And then I remember also now last year, fast forward, like five years forward, they're asking me for fitness advice. They're asking me for all these things. It, it will go. It just, you never forget these things and it's pretty crazy how it comes around like that. I think one really important phrase that people need to understand, especially with content creation, but this goes with the gym and your results too, quality is subjective. Like what you think is amazing, someone else may never like, it's just different styles or you may be so pumped about your biceps, but, and that dude's like, yo, that dude has bigger biceps, but you're still pumped about yours. Like it's all about like your, how you view things. It really is.
1: You can't please everyone, that's for sure. Now, one thing like that is amazing for those of you who don't know, like Mike right now has almost a million subscribers, like close to 900,000. Like, most people don't realize because like they only care about Instagram. But like, when we first started, like it's been said that for every million followers, if you have a hundred thousand subscribers, that's the same. So, like, Mike has almost a million subscribers, which is close to equivalent to almost 10 million Instagram followers. Now that's just insane to to put into context. He stayed the course and like he's, you know, absolutely crushing it. I know a lot of people here want to start up YouTube. Like we have a lot of personal trainers that listen to us. Like, what aside from consistency, because we know that's always number one, like tips like, you know, would you give to someone who's just like wanting to jump into that and start something like that?
2: I think you gotta stop thinking that people are going to come to you for no reason. You have to provide value. My entire channel is based off SEO. So every time I release videos, I'm like releasing specifically to target a problem area and provide value to that area and hopefully help as many people as possible who end up finding those keywords. So if I release an intense five-minute at-home chess workout, I'm targeting every type of SEO term for at-home chess workout. So that audience is coming to me and I'm providing a solution. When people are coming into there, into the YouTube game and just putting out vlogs, why is someone ever going to watch a random dude, no matter how dope the video is? Like, why would someone care if you're not like offering them anything, especially in the beginning stages? You have to earn that respect. So I think people need to be a little more value driven. Stop being a little bit selfish. Stop being, stop, being, like, stop being so selfish about their own content and really just focus on building a community and helping that community and then providing more personality into that community as they establish more trust and respect from the people who are there starting to get followers from. So that's really what I'd say. Stop being selfish with your content, provide value, and you'll build an audience that you then can start showing who you are to.
1: Dude, that was, I mean, that was so well said. Sorry, I was just muted for a second. So I, <laughs> that's thats the funny part of, uh, you know, technology. But anyways, um, that was so well said. Once again, value is always, always number one. Now, um, one thing I wanted to ask, especially because you've helped so many people, like you just in, in so many different forms, which is cool, you do the online coaching, you have the app. Um, do you have like, typical transformation tips like you know and especially for you like you've achieved a great transformation you've lost your fat you've built crazy amounts of muscle like is there anything that you would just say to the average person like that they need to kind of start doing a little bit more of like you know whatever it is that you you feel like has worked for you and the other people that you've helped out just any fitness tips that you know you have on the top of your head
2: I'm a huge advocate for programming and when I say programming I don't actually mean an incredibly strict type of programming a programming that's Lenient toward your lifestyle. So, you have to make sure that you have specific requirements. You make sure you train every single muscle group. You make sure you get like your cardio in. You make sure you hit every check mark to make sure you're training health, healthy, and fully. And then you just tailor it into your weeks based off the time you have available in a way that's actually something that you can sustain. The biggest problem is we set so many huge goals for ourselves, and then we make it impossible to actually reach the smaller goals to help us reach the larger one, which is when everyone falls off. And realistically, no one, no matter how motivated you are, is going to forever be motivated. There's points where we all hit those peaks. We just are incredibly tired. We are questioning ourselves. And I think those are the most important times that you have to have that programming element. Like you have to keep yourself accountable. And you have to do it in a way that you're not being miserable, which is why it's so important that you love training in the sense that you do it in a way that you love it. If I'm having a hard time getting to the gym... Because um, maybe my muscles are so dead. Maybe it's today I'm going to go play basketball with my friends. Get my form of cardio in sports-wise in a social setting. There's just so many different ways that you can still continue on your form of progression. And I think if you, people just start, stop trying to be perfect with their form of training and just get the work in and stay consistent with their work, they will see results. Just be mindful
0: a lot easier when you like it, eh? Like when you're going in and doing a workout that you kind of enjoy, like whether it be strength training or playing some basketball, like it just makes adherence so much mm-hmm. better, like
2: I just- genuinely believe though that everyone has a form of exercise that they will enjoy. Like mm-hmm. I think we get so stuck on you have to go to the gym, you have to do it this way, oh you have to do this. But realistically there's so many different forms of exercise. Like I can think of like 20 that come to my head, all different types and if people just explore a little bit more maybe they'll find something they love and they'd be shocked. So, yeah, Yeah, we're always talking
0: even about like the
2: value of walking, right? Like getting off the
0: couch, like just go up. Yeah, like Kyle had an insane statistic. What was that TV statistic you had, Kyle? Oh, yeah. So
1: for every, apparently every two hours that we watch TV per day, we end up consuming 23% more calories and it, it comes from just the way that the, the way that we live um sitting in front of the tv eating a lot of times we mindless eat and all that stuff so it's kind of like the compound effect of watching tv but i'm like wow that's crazy
2: <laughs> that is nuts that makes sense yeah. though
1: yeah
0: so even yes. i guess a fun segue there right like what what do you in terms of like time management right like you're balancing being an athlete, being an influencer, I know that's not the best word in the world, but being an influencer and then being a business person, right? You're managing teams, you're doing all these things, right? A lot of people are kind of crawling for your attention. What do you kind of do like to, you know, really structure your day, make sure you're staying accountable? You know, how do you really like to schedule kind of like, what do you do to stay on track there?
2: So it's adapted in the last year, I'd say I took a two year period where I just kind of put everything else aside and worked my ass off weekends working every single day, just grinding, getting as much as I possibly can done. And it was kind of a lonely two years, but it was so well worth it. I have no regrets doing it because I set up the entire foundation for my business. And I genuinely believe that time was needed. Now though, since I put in all of that time, what I do is I wake up every Monday through Friday, I go to the gym at 6am I get my workout in and I make sure 6, if I don't go at 6am, It's a pain in the ass. Like it's just, I'm out of my routine. So that routine is really important for me because exercise is something I love. So starting my day off with something I love is essential and gets my energy going too. And then I work, film, do my stuff throughout the day. And then I really honestly don't do much other than work on weekdays. I don't take much time for social settings on weekdays because I want to get ahead. I want to be able to set myself up to be able to actually have my mind off of my business a little bit on the weekends these times, take some time away, enjoy more of my life. And I feel like I need to, I personally do a really good job nowadays of organizing it. So I get everything I need to do done during the weekdays. So I'm able to actually enjoy my life on the weekends. It's kind of like, I love the business. So I have no problem taking all the time I need during the weekday to like literally from when I wake up to go to bed, I'm working because I love it. And then I have the weekends to explore other things I love too.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, obviously like just being productive and just having like that, just that, that schedule down. Like I always talk to you, especially clients. Like one of the things we, we do is not only like help clients with their fitness stuff, but like also like scheduling, like giving tips of like habits, how to create like just the most important stuff. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. So for you, for you, what do you find like is, something that really helps you consistently get that 6 a.m. workout in you know um, we've had a lot of people it seems like a lot of the podcast guests we have like Travis S gets his workout in around 4 a.m. you know Abby I think is like around 5 a.m. Abby Scott who we just interviewed you're around six like how do you stay consistent with that like I know it's not easy that early so just want to hear a bit
2: it's funny I think it really comes down to training like training myself to be able to do it in the first two weeks it was hell I was miserable but I was so focused and motivated on getting back at it with my program. I did not start the 6 a.m. wake-up method until I was starting my new workout program and diet plan, which I was hyped for. And I think that motivated me the first two weeks and helped me really just push through all of those fatigue points. And I think a really big thing that helped me also get up is a rule I made for myself is don't hit snooze. If I hit snooze once, my entire day is gone. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but like literally one time, if I just get up, I'm good. And if I don't get up, if I turn over because my alarm rings, that's when I screw myself over. So I think it's really just that one second decision that thrives my entire day because no matter how miserable I am when I wake up, no matter how late I go to bed, literally, I can go to, I normally, I try to go to bed around 10 to 11 because I wake up at four, at five. So I try to get a decent amount of sleep. But like some nights I'm working, I'll work till like one or two and I still will get up at five and I'll be exhausted. But once I get to the gym, And once I get home, I'm always awake again, ready to go. It's like I'm never tired, except for that. that. Yeah, (laughs) that snooze thing is so
0: good because I just think it's your first decision of the day, right? You're like, "Am I going to crush it, or am I going to, you know, make excuses, put things off?" Like you're kind of priming your brain, right? Like when you say no, I'm jumping out of bed. I'm going to get at it. Then you get to the gym, you get the endorphins, and like even for you, getting it out of the way, right? Like we work out in the morning too, not that early, but. To me, it's just like if I wait and try to do it at night, there's no way. It's going to be a horrible, like I just, too many things have happened. You're managing too many things. Like it's kind of nice also too to like just have that be your time, right? Like yeah. you know that you're getting some time with yourself before a million people are, hey, Mike, help me with this, you know? So I exactly. think that's a, a great point.
2: It's the best time in the world to go, especially as a business business owner or an influencer, because like <laughs> <laughs> when you, like you get your workout in and everything you love about that aspect of what you do, before the real world begins like I'll get home when my roommates are just starting to roll out of bed and go to work so it's awesome in that regard like I just start my day and I already have my full workout done
0: even uh we love the concept of like beating the sun up you know so even for you right like you're kind of you're getting that little bit of inch on everyone else you know because at the end of the day it's all battles of inches you know like these little things you do, they add up so much. And even your point, you know, getting it a little bit earlier, you have that much more time in your day, you're already feeling productive, you're on a row and roll and you're creating that momentum, right? Like we've come to realize momentum is like one of the most fundamental powers, like in our business, our personal, our self growth, like when you have momentum, it just carries, you know, like you do one great thing, you want to just keep going, right? You're like, let's go next thing, next thing, next thing. So it's a really powerful kind
2: of thing you can unlock there. Absolutely. It goes right back to what we we're saying about positive energy positive momentum same thing absolutely
1: the best part is you don't even have to get up that early it's like funny because like you've literally created a life where you just you i mean you do a lot of work but it's like you have that freedom and you can literally truthfully do with that whatever the heck you want with you know you're getting that nice youtube ad sense and (laughs) everything you know it's just it's cool because it's like a lot of times people are like oh you know it must be nice to like be a personal trainer and to do like, to, to live that lifestyle. You have all the time in the world, you can sleep in, you can, you know, work out for hours and hours. And it's like, you don't understand. Like we all have those struggles. Like even for me to sometimes work out, it's like, it's still hard to like get that Mm -hmm. motivation, but it's like, it's a habit. You just gotta, gotta force yourself to, to stay the course. So, um, that was, that was really, really well said, man.
2: For sure. People think like it's a luxury being able to make your own schedule. Absolutely. But it also is a responsibility. For me, if I do not have a routine, I know I can ha- do whatever I want realistically, time-wise. If I don't have a routine though, my entire life suffers. So I think it's my it becomes a whole responsibility instead of something that's forced on you. It becomes like you, you have to figure it out.
0: I even think there's like so much beauty in being challenged, right? Like just to sit there and like do nothing all week is like not a good feeling. Like you think in your head, like, Oh, I'd love to just sit and do nothing. Like, you know, there's a time for that, but like waking up being like, okay, I got stuff to do today. I'm, I'm overcoming challenge. I'm pushing through adversity. Like it's a nice feeling, right? Like without that, you know, you just kind of feel like in a weird spot, you know, I even know you mentioned like depression there, right? Like it's tough when you're not, actively doing things or feeling you have purpose challenge you know you're not getting those endorphins being active staying busy like it's just a great thing even to kind of hold yourself accountable to that like even me throughout the week you know even if i don't have a really busy day i try to wake up at that same time be consistent, crush that workout in, you know, just keep these great habits because the more you do it, the more normalized it becomes, even as you mentioned, right? Like at first waking up was tough, but you stay consistent, you push through that wall and then it's just something you're really used to doing. And it does make it that much easier for sure. Hell yeah. Um, next up, I guess, kind of a fun question here. We've really come to like, obviously we're both learning all the time, doing a ton of research, you know, pulling up the greatest stuff. Like where have you found you've really accumulated like the most best info for you in your learning. Like do you like audiobooks, books? Are you a big YouTube video guy? Like, you know, what do you kind of like to center around there?
1: I love
2: watching YouTube videos on topics and audiobooks. So, well, audiobooks and podcasts. I don't like reading. I definitely am a visual person, but a lot of times I don't actually have much time for video. So I when I have to go on a long drive or whatever, audiobooks and podcasts are my huge thing.
0: That's the thing too, right? Like, so many, I ha- I have so many friends, like, oh, I want to read, but I don't like reading. It's like, that's fine. Like, you don't have to love reading. Like, throw on the audiobook in the car, take advantage of that time. So, is there any particular books that have really stood out for you and helped uh, really move the needle there?
2: So, I, I, my favorite books are like biographies of different types of entrepreneurs. I really love the ones through like the Salesforce CEO. He has a really excellent one on his like sales strategy and stuff. I really only kind of read business books. I don't really like to read too much for, like pleasure i guess i just kind of like getting value out of reading in the sense of helping me kind of figure out ideas and such that go for it because i just love that so i really love like russell brunson he's a great great writer and talking to guys like that who just put out a ton of value. gary v is one of my favorites so
1: yeah he's great no gary v is um awesome especially you know the jab 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 right hook kind of talking about value that's where a lot of people struggle is like we get asked a lot and i'm sure you do too he's like hey like i'm looking to get on your level level for YouTube for Instagram for all this stuff and I'll go to their page and it's just like very very little value so mm-hmm. um that's one of the biggest thing is just add value you know that's that's what we try to do like obviously we're we're trying to get you to sign up for our coaching do all this other stuff but at the same time you got to add that value but um yeah man so like even just kind of looking through like your YouTube man like you have been absolutely like um crushing it which is like been just insane. So can you tell us a little bit about like your, your series and stuff on there? Like, I want to, I want to get everyone to come check it out and try some of these like 30 day challenges and stuff like that. Like um, what what do you kind of have going on for your YouTube channel for everyone here?
2: Yeah. So over the last year I did release like six different 30 day series and those were developed to get people on the exact progressional element that I would program for myself. So I set up pre-planned progression. So people could really follow day one through day 30 in order with, all with rest periods optimized as well. Like you think of those thirty-day series, some people get confused thinking I'm saying train the same thing every single day. That's not at all what I'm saying. I'm saying train the specific muscle focus, and then we tailor the rest periods around those specific muscle with around those specific muscle focuses. So you don't train the same one without at least twenty-four hours of rest. And they're home routines, so it's not like you're overtaxing your CNS. So it's really all strategically planned out and pretty much guaranteed to get results if you do it correctly. Like you actually push yourself to progress you actually push yourself during the workouts. You don't be like, oh, this is body weight. This isn't going to work. You actually work to find that mind-muscle connection and it will literally take you day one through day 30 on that specific focus area. You don't need to work on anything else, that specific focus area. And everyone who's done day one through day 30 has had an incredible feedback. Like just read the comments of those series and it will be enough reason for you to give it a try yourself. Because and also don't get a little worried because the first week is easy for people who are used to the gym, meaning it's going to be a lighter, but the progression gets really hard. So just don't underestimate it. Every routine of mine is always way easier than it looks, especially if you push yourself. And then I'm doing like dumbbell series right now, at home series. I just released the resistance band at home series. Then I'm doing another body weight at home series right now. Realistically, I have the just all organized playlists of hundreds of bodyweight-only videos, hundreds of dumbbell-only videos, bed only videos, kettle-only videos, kettle videos barbell-only videos. I try to help as many niches as possible. So I just got all routines coming. Yeah,
0: like <laughs> you you nailed it there because progression is such a big component of it too. And it's funny how you mentioned like people are like, oh, this is easy. Like, it's funny. People come into my coaching, like I'll send a routine and they'll be like, this is less volume than I do. Can I have more volume? And I'm like, this is pretty volume dense. Like this is an adequate amount of volume. Like one thing I've really tried to push and I've come with myself is like, Quality of your workouts is so much more important than quantity. Like, you could do a hundred things and just kind of fluff through them. But, like, when you're actually squeezing, contracting, actively trying to challenge yourself with, you know, the amount of load you're moving or the intensity or the contraction, like, that's where you can really see some lasting progress. So, I love that you mentioned that because. It is all about, you know, having that formula for progression, but also really maximizing contractions and all of these incredible things. So I think that really was uh, right on point there. And one fun question we like to ask everyone here is, do you have a favorite quote or a quote that really gets you fired up?
2: Favorite quote.
0: I know it's a tough one. It's a little bit on the spot. We don't prepare anyone with it, but me and Kyle are so quote heavy. We got freaking quotes everywhere. So, oh, here we go.
2: Right here. What matters most is how you see yourself. And then that's I got, the, I got a framed picture of a cat looking to the mirror and seeing a lion.
0: Let's <laughs> go. Cool. That fires me up. Go ahead. Kyle. <laughs> I see Kyle gasping over there. Oh
1: dude, that just that fired me up when I saw <laughs> it. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> Kyle, what yeah. is that? Wow. Yo, I need to buy that right now. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing though, is like, all you know, not even joking. Like this is, that's incredible. It's like every single person I believe is so capable of accomplishing whatever the heck they want and and it's just so tough because every time we talk to people and it's just like there's so many self-limiting beliefs and like you could probably talk about this for days but it's just oh man i'm just that fired me up because i'm just like i always hear like oh i can't accomplish this or like oh i look stupid in the gym or it's like oh you know i've tried so many times it's like it's it's the way you see yourself like man that that was awesome i love lions too hell yeah me too bro that's awesome (laughs)
0: yeah that that was such a great you know ender there so we'll end it with that because that is the quote of the day you know what matters is how you look at yourself you know be that cap but see that uh, line in the mirror you know it's absolutely great having you on mike is there anything in particular uh you want to shout out here
2: uh just i want to say thanks again for having me on the podcast guys i got to get you to boston as soon as possible and (laughs) For everyone listening, I would love if you checked out my app, XPRIZE. It's a free download at the app and Play Store. Got my YouTube channel. And then also inbuckadians.com. We sell merch, personal training, and have my own membership there with the exclusive content.
0: Awesome. We'll link that. We'll also link Mike's Insta so you can check him out. You know, always a pleasure having you on. Hopefully, we'll be filming some content in Boston in no time. But as always, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. And we'll see you in the next one. Peace out.
2: Peace cool. and love always.